You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number 125, the second episode of 2021. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Sitting across the table for me is the trail matchup of himself, Udi. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Um, usually Jess is with us, but tonight uh, she actually has school. Uh, Udi and I wanted to get together uh, because we are on our, our, our recording schedule. And with uh, the recent news that came out over the weekend, um, we wanted to make sure that we hit that schedule and bring something out. And unfortunately, Jess could not make it tonight uh, because of her workload is already ramping up. But don't worry, she's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so tonight we are going to go over the news. One on one with Jess is obviously dark. Um, we'll probably do the randomizer, and we will talk about uh, the main thing, which is the, the cancellation of annual passes and and our uh, our thoughts. Um, full disclosure: Udi and I did talk about it on our weekly bike ride mm-hmm. a little bit, but not too far. I mean, we got uh, we talked a little bit uh, from like ten thousand feet. Yeah, we what we normally do when we we'll have a conversation about life. Yes. Liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And yes. Then, and then um, whenever we find or we hit a topic and we kind of go like, hey, that'd be a good topic. We kind of like briefly go over it like a like you said, 10,000 uh, foot view. Yeah. And then we stop. Right. That way we don't go. We don't dig it out too far because no. we want to do that. Here, here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's that's very accurate. And yep. maybe his thoughts have changed. Maybe my thoughts have changed between then and my now. Thoughts constantly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know, mine, mine, mine kind of do. I'm always they under. go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tonight's opening question is the one actually Ud and I talked about on the bike ride. So, but you guys were not privy to that. Is um, unless you're like flying a drone. Unless you're flying a drone over and yeah and. Dog, that would be weird. Anyway, uh, so currently uh, downtown Disney is open, and a very limited section of Buena Vista Street in DCA is open. Um, the rumor was that they might open up Adventures Campus early as mm-hmm. a walkthrough uh, for guests, just to walk well to walk through, um, not go on the Spider-Man attraction. Um, and I don't know if the restaurants would be open for dine out or dining. 
takeout dining or not whatever. I don't think it's sit-down dining yet, but maybe you could order something and sit outside or do something with it. So on the question, um, up until this point, Udi and I um, and Jess have not been down there because um, for those that are listening at home, it's about a six-and-a-half-hour drive from here, but that's because I drive. Udi would fly, mm-hmm. but we have not made the trek. Um, I could tell you that if I was like within an hour, I, w- I would have already gone down. Uh, yep. Yep. Um, but is that enough for you to go down there with one, if, if that were to happen? Well, being that we haven't gone, I think the obvious answer is no. Well, I meant with the adventures. Oh, camp. with adventures. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Um, yeah. yeah. Then that would be, and and the reason why. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. The, the reason why is um, it's new. Yeah. And anything that we can get that is new, um, I think, is a a bonus. We've talked about it before where um, how cool it would be if when we're finally allowed back in the in the park. Mm-hmm. I was about to throw something. I'm trying not to be mad. Yeah. Um, and we had brand new things. I mean, we, we have our... We have our park back. We have our, 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 how can I put it? Our vibe, our, our, our happy place. And we have all that going on. And then with new things on top of it. Yeah. I think it'd be great. Right. And so in that same vein of thought, I'm thinking, yeah, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I want to go walk around? And then that would, for me, that would build the anticipation for a full open. Yep. Go ride the attraction. Okay, I've been here. Get a feel for what they're doing. And then the Disney nerd and me, mm-hmm. and I think you and I both would then begin to walk around, look at what they're doing, and then try to figure out, okay, what if they did that? Yes. What if we go here? What if they yeah. do that? Yeah. Look for Easter eggs, if any. Any of those kind mm, of things would, yeah. would, would then ensue. Because I think... We would do kind of like what we did when we walked in the galaxies for the very first time. We walked in, tried to take everything in. Yeah. And then once we kind of like took that initial like, whoa. We didn't even talk really. I, no. I actually, I said a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But then after, but then after we kind of acclimated, I kind of went like, began to start looking at things. And I, being a guy who, um, I'm, I'm a visual and a tactile guy. Mm-hmm. So let me look at it and put it in my hand. Mm-hmm. That is how I look at things and how I learn and how I process. And if I have that there, then I can really take it in. So I would do exactly the same thing that I did for Galaxy Edge. I went up and I started touching the rocks and the plants. And mm-hmm. I went over to the walls and ran my hands on the walls and, and kind of feel the texture of everything. And I would do the same exact thing in Advent- uh, Adventures Campus. Um, and again, to try to, for lack of a better word, to put, way of putting it, absorb in everything and try to get the full vibe of everything that's going on there. Right, yeah. right, right. So yeah, uh, with that, uh, we'd be going. Yeah. yeah. I think I would be on board with that too. Um I had all these stipulations. Well, I'd only go if Main Street was open to the hub, and then I'd only go if they let us do the train, and then 
sorry, that there's not a railroad. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I shouldn't say the, the train. Um, <laughs> that there's not a railroad. Yeah. That's actually one of my pet peeves when, when people don't use the right term. I know, right? I, I, for I, the, and for it, the tiki room? You mean? Oh, like, oh, you know what? <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite ride is the haunted house. I go, and you're like, <clears throat> the haunted house? Yeah. Well, you know, that that is like my pet peeve when they go like, oh, yeah, Star Wars 1. I'm like, mm. you mean which one? Are you talking Yeah. Star Wars Episode 4, A New yeah. Hope? Yeah. Or would that be Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace? Or my other favorite one, oh, yeah, like uh, Back to the Future 1. There is no Back to the Future 1. It is Back to the Future, then Back to the Future 2, and then Part 2, and then Back to the Future Part 3. Ah, gotcha. Those kind of things, like, unless it's specifically said, like, I'll give you this one, Kill Bill, Volume 1. Okay, I'll give you that one. Sure. It's a name that. Yeah. Yeah, my peppy. There you go. It's well, going back. Yeah. You, on Batter Bat, I used to go off on that all the time. Oh, I like, oh yeah, that's God. right. I remember that. I, I don't I don't correct that person right then. I, I don't just, either. Because, because I know they're generally excited about it. I do if I know them. <laughs> oh, if I, if I yeah. know them. But if it's like, yeah. you know, like... You know, like some kid, I, I definitely wouldn't say. Oh yeah, no, I'd no, go, no. yeah. The, I'd say yeah. The haunted, the haunted match is really cool. Yeah, like that. Like you, you correctly address it, and then maybe they'll pick up on it. Maybe they won't. But yeah, then you, yeah. I mean, no need to kind of rob that no. happiness from that kid or no. for anybody. Yeah, or actually anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny because I was there several years ago. I ran into my cousin and his family and my aunt and uncle. And he saw. He asked me what I was because he knew we did the podcast, mm-hmm. and I asked him. Um, uh, he wanted to know where Star Wars Land was, and I said, uh, "Galaxy's Edge is going to be right over here, and you can sort of see the rock formation." And then we got a little bit later. In fact, I asked, "Well, so what have you gone on today?" He goes, "Well, we've done the haunted house." And, and I'm like, "Dude, what do you count the haunted house for?" But he's my cousin, so it's <laughs> like, "Oh, well, that he's all that right there." And I go, "Yeah, I know what it is, and I know where it is, but it's the haunted mansion." But anyways. <laughs> um, no, I think you're right. I would actually enjoy getting down there to the park, at least downtown Disney, hearing the music in the Esplanade, mm-hmm. going, into, going into Buena Vista, mm-hmm. um, walking around, getting probably a little frustrated that we can't go further, but still understanding yeah. the limits. Yeah. But very much getting a nice primer for what Avengers Campus yeah. will be. Yeah. Um, and like you, I would walk through it, then, I, then I'll start looking... Uh, at the transitions, hey, how is this going to bleed into th- um, not where galaxy, not where uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is, but the other side? How does that transition into? Is it going to be? Is it come out by Pacific Wharf? I don't know where it comes out. Does it come out? I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know where the other end of that is because the last time we were there, yeah, all we had were walls. And, walls, yeah, and we could see the top of the buildings how it transitioned and where it transitioned i don't know i don't I know. could i couldn't tell mm-hmm. i mean it, it different from i mean we can we know it's going to be down by by mission breakout we yeah we know that we end. know that yeah but the other end yeah i, I don't know and how and, and what does that transition to i think it might dump out right by where the wine country territory is i think i had i had that okay i had that feeling when we were walking yeah that it would dump out right there but it may or may not i don't know yeah i i kind of feel like it i don't know it it feels weird 
that it would be there, but then I'm thinking, where else would it go? Well, uh, and you think I should know this, but like in my mind's eye, when we're walking just in that section down Buena Vista, uh, sorry, we're walking towards Cars Land, and Wine Country's on the on the right hand right. side. Uh-huh. Then if you turn left, you go into Cars Land. Mm-hmm. Isn't there something right before you yeah. turn left? Mm-hmm. There is, right? Yeah. So that may be where it comes out. Whatever that, that could be. Okay, so and I don't know what to call that area. I don't either. I don't, I've never called it. Anything. Yeah, I knew because it used yeah. to be this is Bugs Land. You used yep. to walk through. So yep. maybe that's that's clearly where it is. Yep. Right across from the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I will be curious to see how that all looks, and I'm sure they've done a great job with it. Um, yeah. I'm and like a lot of things, I'm curious. I, I'm curious about transition from land to land, and how well they execute that. Um, I, I think I've said it before. One of the the best one I've ever been, you know, the privilege of walking through is the one from Galaxy's Edge. Oh, for you know, sure, coming in. Yep. Um, but yeah, it would be very, very interesting how they handle that at um, DCA for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so it's a thumbs up for both of us. We'd be doing that. Yep. How about you, listeners? What are you going to be doing? What's it going to take for you to get down there um, before the park opens? Uh, I forgot to mention, if this is your first time listening, hey, welcome. The water's warm. Uh, if this is not your first time, welcome home. Glad that you're here. Tonight's show is actually brought to you by our Patreon listeners. Uh, if you'd like to get involved with that, if you'd like to give us a little tip, think of it as a tip in your barista or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they made you some... A nice cup of coffee or something or whatever it is you guys are drinking. Um, it, we make it easy. $5, $3, or $1. And for that, you get to be on the show. You get to have some cool swag. Um, and we are... Let me see what else do we have. You get cool swag. You get to be on the show. And you get to have a topic. Uh, sometimes you guys get to hang out here with us, mm-hmm. which is what Marcus did. Mm-hmm. Um, and we may have some new merchandise at some point coming up. Um we're working on May, one. You're working on one. It's going to be for sale. It might be for sale. We haven't figured out that one yet. Yeah. Um, Cause it's kind of pricey. Yeah. But I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool. And I don't know. What, what, how, how about, how about this? Yeah. We, when we get them. Yeah. Um, we will, um, we'll put them up. We'll go like, what do you guys think? Yes. And then we'll go from there. Um, it's the LTP uh, steak knife set. That yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be a set of uh, little thimbles, and <laughs> then I'm going to make a cheese grater, and then I think what there's <laughs> another one. Uh, you know the... Um, yeah. <laughs> to make vegetable noodles. I'm going to do sure, one Sure, yeah. Yeah, 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 one of them. Good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how it is. Um, if you'd like to buy a, buy a T-shirt, you can go to leaveintodaypodcast.com and click on uh, T-shirts, and it's there. Or go to, go to T Public and get yourself a shirt there by searching for Leaving Today Podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram and our Linktree stuff's on there, too, where all the stuff's on there. Shirts, um, way to connect with us, and, and, our, and our website. All right. Um, so that's the opening question. Um so now let's go to the news. You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Well, hey, the news is now. And what has happened? What has happened in the first 
two and a half weeks of Disneyland. <laughs> well, clearly, um, annual passes have been discontinued well, for now, but that's not no. that's a feature presentation story. But I'm just gonna scroll through the news. Um, so the first thing that did come up was the Rainforest Cafe mm-hmm. is now going to be repurposed to Star Wars Launch Bay, basically. Mm-hmm. So what they took well, over the Wonderground section. Yep. And now, um, and I'm very happy that that's going to be moved into its own spot. Yeah. And Wonderground artists can get uh, their own spot back. Yes. Yeah. I think we talked about. We about did that earlier. Yeah. Anyway, and that's great. How, how, yeah, how we were hoping that it would return, and we had a feeling it would. Yeah, we, yeah, we would, and that's great yeah. news. Um, artist Sam Carter has art that he sells there. He's yep. currently at um, Walt Disney World, actually at Epcot's Food and Wine Festival as we speak, yep. doing signings. Um, and he'll he'll be our guest for the next show. Yeah. What? I had a I had an epiphany, but we can talk about it after. Don't let me forget. Uh, about Sam Carter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I would yeah. never let you forget about Sam okay. Carter. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, so go, what are your thoughts on the Rainforest Cafe? Well, I, I think with the prolonged um, closure, they have a big, empty, empty building there that has yes. been there for how long empty now? Ooh, a minute and... Then some. So I think um, on one level, I'm kind of like... Three years, probably, at least. Probably. I can't even remember the last time I saw it open. Oh, man. But, so, you know, it makes sense. With with them not being able to um, sell merch in the um, in Galaxy's Edge and then them having the um, that back lot, you know, I think... Um, it makes a lot of sense because when you walk, when when you would walk in the Galaxy's Edge, we all know with the um, with the vendors in there, it was a very very cool, very very uh, eclectic kind of mix of different things mm-hmm. that were all Star Wars related. And then you'd go into Launch Bay, and the Launch Bay was a whole other kind of weird. Uh, weird isn't the right word. Um, a whole other thing where it was more art, comics. It had you know the the phone cases and you know uh, kind of more like odds and ends and more for a um a collector of a different kind yes an art collector that kind of thing so you know every time i would go in it would be fairly busy in the in that area um so for me i'm i'm fine with it i think okay make make use of the building um that has been empty uh, hopefully get more merchant and then and, and the big the big 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 part is i hope you got people working um you know working the store and uh, i hope a lot of people are going to go shop it um they need to have their people working they do yeah um let's also not forget that lunch bay also housed the meet and greets yeah so maybe they might have meet and greets there there's definitely room for it there I know, but being um, protocols the way they are, I just forgot about that. Yeah, remember. <laughs> Sorry, I was lost in a world of magic. I know. Um, we were um, doing the feel good thing, and yeah. we forgot. So ideally, it would be a great spot for meet and greets. Yeah, I mean, currently, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, I, I it would. I think it'd be cool because you know what they could do for a meet and greet there. Then they could bring in the. Mandalorian. Ooh, are we going to have that conversation, that rumor mill? Or do you want to talk about that? Yeah, when we're here. Okay, okay. 
Um, and then, um, you know, different things that are now working within the uh, Lucasfilm and more specifically the Star Wars universe and IP. Um, I think that would be really good because of the push that um, Lucasfilm and Disney are now doing with Star Wars as an overarching, overarching IP. Yeah, they're going like double and tripling down after the success of The Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I'm glad they're doing it. I'm actually pretty glad they're doing it. And, uh, again, m- mostly because, you know, me being a Star Wars geek and a nerd, mm-hmm. I like that. I love seeing merch. Even though I don't buy a ton of it, I love seeing it. Um, and then, you know, having people come in and having people work and, and – uh, you know, try to get that thing rolling. It, anything in that direction makes me uh, happy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, uh, so as you're saying this, I'm kind of reading up on this story because there's further stuff on here. Uh, Rainforest Cafe closed June of 2018. Mm. So a couple. A couple years. Yeah. yeah. It's been over two years. Mm-hmm. It's been closed. Yeah. It like, seemed like much longer. I know, right? Yeah. Um, so Star Wars Trading Post will still be housing... Exclusive Star Wars Galaxy's Edge merchandise mm-hmm. in its new home while Disneyland remains closed indefinitely. Wonderground Galaxy will reopen with housewares, headbands, spirit jerseys, and more. But also some of the art it was known for previously. Uh, and they will bring the art back. I, I, I compl- as, as they reopen, yeah. I mean, I, the way I feel right now with what they're doing, they're like trying to maximize location with what they feel will be more of a profit. Yeah. Um, because as much as you and I like liked it that way with the art, and yeah. we've been in there. I mean, I bought bunkos out of there and prints out of there and a few different things out of there. Yeah. Um, but we we always go for the art, and it art like that is a little bit more niche. Yeah. As opposed to spirit jerseys and the the more I mean mm-hmm. look, I mean look at the sweatshirt I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing is going to move much 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 more quickly than art. And for those listening at home, Udi's wearing uh, an exclusive Disneyland Parks uh, hoodie. It's a, and I have one too. It's a white, thin hoodie jersey. Yeah. Um, but it's a Skyway, mm-hmm. and the Skyway bucket in the says Skyway to Fantasyland on the front, and the back says Skyway uh, Fantasyland to Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Yep. On the yep. Back. yep. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a very very cool shirt yeah. uh, hoodie. I guess is what you call it. Yep. Um. So it, it says. According to Disney Parks blog, Star Wars Trading Post will soon be moving to an exciting new spot at the west end of downtown Disney uh, District. Walt Disney Imagineers have created a design inspired by a hidden jungle resistance base. Mm-hmm. And I figured. it even includes Ray's iconic speeder prominently displayed at the entrance. How do you feel about that, Woody? Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't care. I don't care. Is Sarah Speeder uh, iconic? No. No, it's not iconic. No. It was on screen for one, two, three scenes, maybe? Mm. Not anywhere near the iconic land speeder from A New Hope. Nowhere near it. Right. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? Let me Let me take... The the uh, the opportunity now, and yeah. then bring in the other. If you don't mind, bring in the other rumor. Oh, go ahead, Eddie. That that I feel we I've had 
I've had a meeting of the minds with my other Mandalorian counterparts about this one. Um, The other rumor now beginning to mill about and, um, you know, take it with a grain of salt, as usual, as uh, you should with any rumor, that when we finally get back into the park and they're already planning to move in Florida and this direction will be to go to and or rather go away from the pinpoint in the timeline and storyline for a galaxy's edge therefore they can now begin to incorporate not only uh classic star wars characters but more importantly the mandalorian and grogu um i don't know we we, we, we've i talked about it and i've had a few conversations with a few different people about it and nobody that i've talked to about it has had that strong like no you can't do that right um apparently um when galaxy's edge was first pitched um the imagineers had plans so they could incorporate all three um all three of the trilogies the prequel classic and the new um and again all rumor, it was supposedly shot down by one Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her pitch was, no, we're going to move forward, and we're not going to look back because we're going to continue building the Star Wars IP and da-da-da. And okay. so it was kind of like a coin toss. Um, right. I think if you're a classic Star Wars fan, you're like, no, it wasn't. It was a dumb idea. That was a big criticism. I didn't care either way. Um, so now if they go that way, I think you would be it would be better for them to put almost anything else out on the front than Ray's speeder. Um, it could be classic speeder. It could be a model of anything. It could be, um, I don't know. You could put, um, you could, <laughs> actually, I do know. Uh, that, that statue that's in the Black Spire, but that with the Jedi, Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, there. you could do that there. Yeah. You could actually... Mm-hmm. The Mando, the Mandalorian, he, (laughs) and now think about it, he rides a speeder in two, maybe three episodes that I can think of, three, the same one. Now, that would be kind of cool. That's not even his, though, is it? No, but he wrote it. Sure. And then, um, and then put the, the flying bassinet. That would be, a lot of people, because of where we are now, with the success and mm. and the how much people like the Mandalorian I think a lot of people would migrate over and go like hey oh that is that da, 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 and they'd pull people in hmm. Ray Speeder I don't think has the draw I don't think it'll ever have the draw that something along the lines of that one would you could even put a classic um, scout Bike up Speeder there. bike, yeah. 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 I know. I'd be like, oh, cool. And that even... And even now, most people would know of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I don't but know. But it's supposed to be a resistance base, right? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. We can go on and on about that. You could do that. I mean, um, yeah, but there are many things we could do. Okay. For me, not a draw. But not, not surprised by that yeah. at all. Right. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so... The, I don't know. We'll find out what happens. Um, I 
I'm fine. I, I wouldn't mind them incorporating everybody back in. Um, I think that would be a lot more uh, of a draw for a lot more people. Mm. Um, you put Mandalorian walking around. You put Grogu, um, Darth Vader. You've said before. Oh, yeah. Boba Fett rolling through. See, see, sorry. When you were talking, my mind was still back on the trading post. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm yeah. talking about Galaxy. Yeah, sorry. gotcha. I'm sorry. So, um, yeah. yeah. Gotcha yep. on that. Okay. So, yeah. I, I feel that, to me, is a little bit more of an important thing to <laughs> than... Trading post, cool. We're good. Good to go. Go, yeah. go buy your merch. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. And they need more actual Mando merch. Um, That's just me. They do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think one of the flaws, though, about... I mean, if, if there are, are any flaws with the Galaxy's Edge, it's... they We, we talked about them... We talked about last time was that they just kind of dug themselves into a time frame. Yeah. And that's probably something they're going to have to... Can they undo that? Can they unring that bell? Yep. Okay. I, I I I really really think that nobody, well, nobody I know, mm-hmm. is tied to that time frame. No, nobody. No, nobody. No. Not even Ricky, huh? Yeah. No. Nobody. Okay. No. 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 Star Wars fan is gonna go like, oh, Darth Vader's here. No. If they go, I I would have only said that for the thing of like. Timeline, but if they get rid of the timeline, back, yeah. fine. Okay, free for all it. I don't care. I wonder, um, could they incorporate Batu into Mandalorian next yep. year? See, totally could. That that would go a long way. Yep. Because gosh, and I hope actually I hope that they do. If they do that, um, and you know what they could have? You know what they could actually film something there. Yep. They really could. And then there's no one there, right? Uh, not right now. But that would go a long way. Oh yeah, they go. If if you if they go through and dress the the marketplace right, put dirt down everywhere, <laughs> and and have that there. <laughs> dirt. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, they would have to put dirt down everywhere, and and um, yeah, I, I, they could do it, and and they could totally work in Black Spire. I mean, the one fall. Eh, Spinning off no galaxy's edge tangent, but no, um, it's fine. It's also um, the 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 thing they tried to do was incorporate story, and mm-hmm. but they put it out in mediums that a lot of people don't migrate to. So they put it out in comic books. They try to put it out in shorts here or there, little things where they try to incorporate the character of the spy mm-hmm. and whatnot. And a lot of people don't know. I mean, how many times where I'm walking around going, "Oh, there's a spy," and people sure. are like, "Who's that?" And I'm like. She's a resistant, you know, and then I know the story because I went yeah. and found it. Right. For the average parkour, no idea. But None. they could, and well, you know, but they also cut out a lot of entertainment, a lot of plans. Yeah. It yep. seemed like it was a bit rushed. Yeah. But still wonderful. Yeah. But again, tweaks here, here and there, they could have paid a couple actors to dress up as just star travelers walking around back mm-hmm. to buying, buying stuff, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, using interlacted credits. Heck, they could have asked you and I to do it. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to even have to pay me. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. Oh, no, I would have asked for money. Oh, I would have asked for a Ronto rap at least. Or an AP. <laughs> or an AP, yeah. Or an AP. Yeah. But, I mean, still, just those things like that. And mm-hmm. I, I just, um, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot for them to incorporate that back mm-hmm. into the park, um, mm-hmm. that theming. Um, but we'll see. I, I think, I wonder... Who's more popular, Kylo Ren or Rey? Who do you think is? 
<laughs> well, I think Luke Skywalker is more popular than all three of uh, both of them. Don't get me going on Vader that. Vader is. Boba Fett is. Don't get me going on that tangent about that. Um, okay, but, but just I, I would those two. Um, I think it's who you talk to. Um, okay. I think it's a pretty even 50-50. Mm-hmm. I think you see kids and a lot of kids migrate to Ray. Um, and and the character Ray rolling around through the park yeah. over there at the park. Yeah. Is great. Oh yeah, she's great. She is great. Yeah. Um. And then yep. and then the Kylo, mm-hmm. the guy you know the 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 character of Kylo Ren walking around, they do a great job with that. Very menacing. So yeah. Um, you know I I, I will put it to you for for myself. Mm-hmm. I have two T-shirts and a hat with Kylo Ren on it, and none with Ray. Okay. And never plan on getting anything with Ray on it. Okay. There you go. So for me, Kylo. Kylo. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this last time about um, the rise of the resistance. How that could be rethemed, or was that on a bike ride? <laughs> could have been both. It could have been both. I think we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean that and the Smuggler's Run can easily be uh-huh. redone. Um, uh-huh. And like I said, Disney has a, a great opportunity right now just to incorporate the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. into season three of Mandalorian. Or that's another uh, issue. Is that going to be in two years from now, right? We uh, we kind of floated that around on uh, the Mando show about the Millennium Falcon. We kind of went, if he winds up on the Millennium Falcon, I think we're going to be a little bit <laughs> like, no. <laughs> well, it can make an appearance. Yeah. And then that would tie into Bat- uh-huh. to Galaxy's Edge. Um, All you need is one. And then we're like, done. Yeah. Timeline, canon, we're good. But just <laughs> to be correct... Um, December of 2021, this year, we're not getting Mandalorian. We're getting Boba Fett story. The book of Boba Fett. Well, what I've read, Mm -hmm. the clarification that Favreau made was that they were going to get, we're going to get the book of Boba Fett. Yes. That they were currently in in production of the Book of Boba Fett and that when they were done they would move full right into season three of The Mandalorian. Okay. He never said directly we're only getting the Book of Boba Fett. I haven't heard him. Okay. If somebody out there has please let me know but as of right now in my brain he has never said you're going to get Book of Boba Fett Mm -hmm. end of the year. And then the Mandalorian next year, or 2022. Right. End of, and that has never come out. Okay. So my wish is we get um, Mando floating in pretty hot on the heels of Book of Boba Fett, if not right before. Yeah. Um, we'll find out. I, I have a feeling that the production team of... Um, the Mandalorian, they have their their process down yeah. well now. That they can ramp through and do what they do yeah, quite quickly at the quality level that they have been doing it. And I have complete and utter faith in how Filoni and Favreau are going to continue to move this, you know, ship down or the train down the tracks, or the ship in the ocean, however you want to put it, whatever analogy, 
and we're going to be in a, in a really, really, really good spot by the end of the year. Yeah. We'll find out. Bad Batch is coming. Um, we're going to get another, um, another the other, oh, I forgot the name of the other series, the animation one. We're going to get that. Um, and then after that, we don't know. You don't know. You know, we know what is on the books, per se. Sure. But time, time frame. Yeah, timetable other than Bad Batch and then the the anime basically the anime and Book of Boba Fett they they rattled off 10 different things and right. we know 30% of what, what <laughs> that we're going to get this yeah. year and we don't know anything else so okay. yeah we'll find out um, again for everything that we've been through 2021 right now on the uh, is we're looking on the up you know what I mean I think um we have a lot of things that are coming that will be coming um, on streaming and that kind of thing. So I think we have plenty to look forward to. We do. You know, the penultimate opening of the park. Yes. But yeah. Okay. No. Um, the other news items are basically just new merchandise coming up. Um, I don't want to bore you guys with, with descriptions of shirts, but there's a lot of shirts coming out. <laughs> And mugs and and Lunar New Year and Mickey Mouse merchandise arriving at the Disneyland Resort. Um, snow globes. I'm I'm reading the list right now. It's go check that kind of stuff out for yourself. I I I don't blame them for dumping all this merchandise. I mean, what else are they going to do? No, they have to. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, all that. If anybody knows about merchandise and when you do things, that everything that is right now available where you can go get your hands on that was planned for a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and was in production before anything any lockdown any covid or anything we even knew what covid was that was already moving in that direction <clears throat> right that is a train that cannot be stopped very easily if <clears throat> at all right so maybe they they probably curtailed quantities but they're in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't blame them at all. I think they're uh, they're actually smart for doing it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of the news we had. Um, <clears throat> I'll wrap it up with the news came out today, and they just uh, – Disney released a 2020 executive compensation numbers for Bob Iger and Bob Chapek. Mm-hmm. Wow. How much did Bob Iger make this year for 2020? <laughs> Um, his base salary um, was 1.5 million. Okay. Um, well, he will end up making um, a little over 21 million this year. Huh? Yeah, because he's got um, awards options and stock awards and mm. and uh, yeah, great. Chapek uh, uh, is going to rake in about with his salary and stock options, yada yada yada, um, 14.1 million. That's good money, and if you can, I mean, that's good work if you can find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one else we even know, we've even talked about on the show, um, but still, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of coin. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Okay, so that's that. Uh, before we go to the main topic, we do need to do the randomizer. Mm-hmm. Um, unless there was anything else you want to talk about, any other news that was breaking. Um, Mm, nothing coming to mind. Nothing coming to mind. Nope. No. Okay. Well, 
Let's do the randomizer. Here we go. Again, top three attractions in the park. One we have to keep, one we have to uh, remove, and one we have to improve. But mm-hmm. we need to provide uh, what those improvement details are. So I'm going to kick off the generator. Do, 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 Top three attractions. Uh, we cannot do Splash Mountain again. That thing always shows up. Okay. That's the rule. I don't want to cheat on this game. I'm being live. But if Splash Mountain shows up again, I'm going to just veto it out. Mm-hmm. But just for the record, it was Splash Mountain, Luigi's, Rollicking Roadsters, <laughs> and Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. But we're not doing Splash Mountain. No. So let's do it again. Yeah. All right. Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Autopia. Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. You good with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I love how Marcus was like, hey, this is harder. Than <laughs> yeah. Right. It is. It's not easy. No. It's not easy doing a podcast. Let me put it on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, okay. You have Dumbo, Autopia, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians. Mission Breakout. We've done Guardians before, though. Or I, I remember talking about it. I don't know when, but I, I already have it. Okay. Okay. So, Autopia, peace out. Bye-bye. Oh, actually, we've already done Autopia, too. Did we? Yeah, because I... We've talked about it oh, before. Shoot. Should we do this? Should we do another one? I already started. Well, no, but let's do it again, because we, like, we've already done two of the three. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> listeners, I'm sorry. We don't cheat like this. But we want to provide fresh content. Yep. Um, we have not done any of these three. Okay, go for it. Uh, storybook, Land Canal Boats, <laughs> Pixar, Pal Around, and Monsters, Inc. Yes. Oh. All right. This is good because these are extremely challenging and all very three oddball attractions. I mean, very non-Main Street attractions. Main Street. Main, main line. I mean, well, Pixar, Pal Around is probably the most popular of the three, I would imagine. Okay, so this is a good one. For okay, J- if we do this, it, when Jess is on and we do canal boats, we gotta do it with her because okay, okay, canal boats. Yes. Improve. Okay. The improvement on canal would be add more uh, Man- uh, update. Add like add, a ma- um, add some uh, man- uh, man- Mandalorian yeah. stuff. No, but update. Okay. I mean, there has been. You know, and they've done that here or there. Frozen. So, yeah, well keep 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 updating. Keep doing that yeah. kind of thing. And um I think I mean that would be the only thing. Making sure you're adding new princess. I mean, is Tangled in there? Is Rapunzel in there? Tangled might be. Or Brave or something. Something's yeah, in there. Because I don't remember ever seeing the tower that Rapunzel was in. But um Hmm. Uh, that I mean, basically that. I mean, you could refurb the boat too. Maybe not make it where you feel like you're gonna fall over. Now, nah, I, I, I like that where you're like, whoa, everybody freaks out. We're gonna tip over. Um, then the other one, Pixar Pal around. Um, hmm. Keep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> See, but oh, Monsters Inc. I like that one though. Do you? Uh, it's fun. I mean, um, I like the movie. Um, but Pixar Pal around. Hmm. Yeah, it it'll have to go that way. It'd be keep keep Pixar pal around and then get rid of Monsters Inc. Uh, yep. Well, I wonder what it would do with Monsters Inc. Though. 
man, you know It's going to be all adventure camp. It is. <laughs> it is. It could, stretch, it could stretch out over there. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good answers. Um, yeah, I am going to um, <clears throat> pretty much echo the same thing. You you just cannot touch Storybook Canal, but I mean, you can maybe improve it. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> you're right. You have to um, keep make, make sure that it's relevant with the with the latest princess's mm-hmm. castle or mm-hmm. <clears throat> whatever is in there. Um, I, and I do like the fact that the boats feel like they're going to tip over. I do. I and, do. You, and everyone has to stand up at the same time. Yep. And um, I've been told to move to the other, other side of the boat more than one time. Yep. Because they initially seat me on one side. They go, oh, you, sir, can you move over here? Sure. Um, there's that. Yeah, you, you definitely cannot remove that. Um, but to keep it as is... It is timeless. You want it timeless, but you also want it relevant. So I would, I would mm-hmm. definitely improve mm-hmm. it by just making sure that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I would, maybe it would be an improvement if they took the frozen stuff out. <laughs> <clears throat> you know. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> Who knows? Um, okay, so I would uh, improve that. I would also keep Pixar Pal around because mm-hmm. I think you need a Ferris wheel esque yeah. type attraction, and I like it. Um. You like the swinging version, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. You, I, re- I already had that I know. story. <laughs> you, you prefer that over the... Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That thing scares me. Oh, I I'll, love it. I go on it, but I'm like... If I'm in, and you and I have never ridden that together. No. But I'm like, if we're going on there and it starts doing its thing, I'm like, you guys do not move. Just don't stand up. Don't rock it. Just... Oh man. Don't make a noise. Nope. Then, then you're never going to ride it with me because Probably I not. rock it. You do? Oh, yeah. Come oh, not on, me, man. Not. Okay, oh, uh, I will. I will tell the story one more time. Yeah. Okay. Last time I wrote it, I was with Joe from Joey. Yeah. Uh, Big Smooth, his buddy Alex, mm-hmm. and Corey. Okay. We're not. Okay. We're not small men. We're not huge. Well. I'm not a big guy, uh, overly big guy. I'm a square guy. Corey, a little bit smaller frame than me, yeah. roughly. But then Joe, he's got, he's stocky, mm-hmm. or as he puts it, fluffy. Um, and then Alex is just a big cat. I've never seen Alex. The dude is a big cat. Yeah, you have. I have. I've met I think him. you have. I think you have. I've, I've maybe, maybe, maybe you haven't. Uh. Anyway, he's a big cat. And um, does he live up here? No, he lives in the bay. Okay. And we <laughs> we were all in there. <laughs> no, I bet. Oh, and we were like pushing, and we were—I mean, we were trying to get that bad boy to go vertical. <laughs> um, at that point, I oh, would yeah. have um, said, oh, "You know yeah. what? I'll see you guys in like forty-five minutes." Yeah, after you like roll around on the floor, going, "Mom, I can't. My stomach." Is- no, if the five <laughs> of us were there, and you guys wanted to do it. I'd be like, "You guys can do this." Oh yeah. Oh my god, I loved it. And then we we're—I mean, yeah, it was great. Okay, yeah. yeah so um, Pixar Pal around, keep that thing. It's I think it's it's not only is it just beautiful to look at at night mm-hmm. and day, it it adds to the skyline and the view line. Oh yeah, perfect. Um, plus, most kids love that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, unless you're it, afraid of it. Unless you're afraid of it. Yes. Um, you know, I can do the stationary cards. Fine. It's the ones that rock, and I always get the very top, and it's like. 
okay, now, and the, or they're unloading at the bottom, and I'm at the top, and then all of a sudden the thing starts moving, and I go, shh. <laughs> it kicks out. It kicks out. It goes about oh, 50 yeah. degrees. And oh, yeah. Like, oh, and, uh, my God, yeah. New, Hell, yeah. <laughs> um, people, I wonder what you guys, listeners, what you guys think about that attraction. Maybe we'll talk about that. I may put that on, on Instagram. Um, it would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Monsters Inc. You can get rid of that. I mean, it, it's it's charming. Um, mm-hmm. I would say it's it's one of the dark rides that gets um, not a lot of respect, I, but it probably should. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think it's a lot better than Arrow's Undersea Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that's Arrow's one of her favorite attractions, mm-hmm. we always go on that, and it's nice when it's hot outside. But yeah, it's not a, it's not really a bad ride. Um, I just think it's not long for this world, especially no. if they got Adventures. I agree. I agree. I think Monsters is in the rearview mirror right. by, by, a, by a long way. And, uh, yeah. 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 Um, okay. So that's what that is. That's, that's always fun. Yeah. Fun to do that. Of course, I want to see what it would be next because this is how I do it. Oh, it's very... The next three are very odd, but... I'll, this is food for thought. Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, mm. Snow White Scary Adventures, already changed, uh, and Pirate Slayer on Times Square Island. Oh, yeah, very very cool things. Ooh. Very, and it's very different. All right, yeah, okay, we won't go there. We will not go there. No. All right, so that is the news plus the randomizer. Um, now let's go to the a feature presentation. Hey there, I just want to jump in here real quick and tell you about something cool that we are doing. Uh, We've teamed up with the Disney Universe and the All Aboard podcast uh, to be giving away to one lucky winner a free year of Disney+. And here's what you have to listen for. You have to listen to each of these shows. And over the next two shows, uh, each of the shows will be giving you a secret word. Um, and once you come up with these words, you got to come up with a sentence and you have to decode the message and then use the contact form on the Disney podcast family site. Um, that's Disney podcast family, uh, on Instagram or Disney, uh, podcast family.com and enter it in and you will be eligible to win the prize. All right. So for us, the LTP, our word is two. The word T-O, too. Um, and then our next episode, we're going to be giving another uh, word away. All right. So thanks a lot. Now back to the show. And now for our feature presentation. Well, okay. Here's our feature presentation right now. So something happened in the last couple of days that's kind of... Rock the Disneyland family a little bit. Um, could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, but we're going to talk about it. It is the discon the, the discontinuation of annual passports. Uh, annual passports. Wow, strange, huh? Mm. I saw this coming. Not saw this coming. Um, maybe I thought in the back of my head it was coming. Didn't want to believe it. But why does it impact me so much? What is it? Why? <laughs> because you have one. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So 
this one is obviously going to be the hot topic for for a minute and a half. Um, so one of the things when it was announced, I think a, a few people had, and I know of a couple people um, that were kind of like, "What? No!" And uh, then they got like the official confirmation from, you know, Disney going, "Yeah, we're canceling," and they're like, "Whoa." And I think what it, it did for a lot of people, it really hit home um, that it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And um, that when we go back, there is going to be a significant amount of things we're going to have to deal with that we haven't had to do deal right. with before. Right, right. Um, so... My thought is, and I'll just get out of the way, is I'm not surprised. I get it. I fully understand what and why. Okay. Uh, Before we delve into that, let's do a small little history of the annual pass. So um, many people thought, hey, maybe these things have always been around. When did they start? What's going on with these things? Well, it turns out. That prior to 1982, there was no annual pass. These things were released in 1983. Um, and the only way to get them uh, was if you were a member of the Magic Kingdom Club. What's the Magic Kingdom Club, you ask? <laughs> I'm glad you asked mm-hmm. such a question. Um, because the Magic Kingdom Club... Well, so the Magic Kingdom Club, also known as MKC, uh, was created in 1957 as a unique marketing... And I'm reading this. I'm not just saying on the top mm-hmm. of my head. Uh, was uh, as a unique marketing vehicle for the new park. The new park being Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the club offered discounted and special value ticket, ticket media to the employees of large companies, industry, and military throughout Southern California. It was an immediate win-win formula. MKC provided free, a free employee benefit while the Participating organizations promoted Disneyland by distributing membership cards and materials. In many ways, the MKC was the forerunner of today's airline and hotel loyalty member membership programs by instilling a sense of special beneficial relationship. Um, so it was a membership. So keep that in mind because mm-hmm. they use that. They, they, this term comes back up again. Um, while, with the opening of Walt Disney World in 1971, Disney rolled out the program nationwide and expanded dramatically, both in terms of size and scope, to include benefits like vacation packages, group travel, and discounts with preferred providers such as Disney stores and catalog airlines, cruise lines, rental cars, and hotels. Um, at its peak, MKC had over three, or sorry, 30,000 members, member companies with 6 million card carrying members, making it undisputedly the largest employee leisure benefit program in the country. Um, so that's a little a small history of that uh, particular thing. So it did start off in 1983. Uh, annual passes um, came out, and you can only get them if you're a Magic Kingdom Club member. The The price in 1983 for an annual pass uh, was $55 for the adult. The junior one was 50 bucks, and a child was $45. <laughs> so, um, and that's uh, the next year. Uh, they they went up to sixty five dollars. They kind of went up ten 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 dollars. Um, and, and we're talking nineteen fifty five. No, eighty three. Oh, eighty three. Sorry, yeah. I, I, my mind was back with the Magic Kingdom Club. And eighty three okay. is fifty five. Yep. Eighty four was fifty five. Right. Eighty five was um, 
Well, let's see. Club uh, $99. So it kind of went up a little bit. Um, and it just clearly kept going up. Um, so that's how that started. Uh, and then it got a little confusing with the different, when they kind of splintered off into different tiers. Um, and finally last year or the year and a half ago, I thought it, it finally had a really good stride Mm -hmm. with this flex pass. Mm -hmm. When that thing got released, there were two things that made me stoked in the last couple of years. One was the Tahitian, or sorry, the tropical hideaway. Mm Mm-hmm. Going yes, this is a great win, it's a great design win, and mm-hmm. the and the and the flex pass because finally, the Northern California supporters got mm-hmm. some love. Um, oh yeah, in yeah, a big way. Yes, and like yeah. finally, um, ooh. So and the last prices were uh, 2019 were 5.99 for the flex annual passport. Mm-hmm. Was that 5.99? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it was like I thought it was like 5.49 or something. Okay, uh, go ahead. No, no. I, I, the deluxe annual yeah. passport was eight hundred. The signature annual passport was eleven hundred forty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, the signature plus annual passport was fourteen hundred, and the premiere was almost twenty two hundred. And that was so you can go to both parks. I mean, all both coasts. Um, so that's a small history of it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Where does that leave us? Where does that leave Disneyland Resort? Why do you think they got rid of it right now? Well, the 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 main thing and what the uh, release says so it basically has to do with once we. Oh, do you want to read the release? Yeah, I mean you can, but it, I, ha- I have a small clip of it here. Yeah, yeah. I I will give you the the short version, the Reader's Digest version. Yeah. Uh, basically, they recognize that. The um, opening, when the reopening is going to have, again, things we're going to have to deal with that we haven't had to deal with before at the park. Uh, beyond mask wearing and and social distancing, I air quote that. Um, but the big thing is going to be limited capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, the limited capacity is, gonna be, is the main driver mm-hmm. of this right here. Um, the fear would be... And I think as in, if I was an exec at uh, for the park, I would have this fear that we would, in one way, shape, or form, because of limited availability and uh, our capacity of the park, that the APs would then take over, and you would get nothing. You would you would eliminate the local mm-hmm. who don't have it. Or any kind of travel from anywhere, even though that is kind of a crapshoot right now anyway. Um, but you would totally, it, w- it would be a non, it would be a non-issue. That would really, really, really segment the park even further to being a locals park, if you look at it that way. Because of the limited capacity, what? How would they do that? You would go into a lottery. I feel it'd be like a lottery. Like, okay, we're gonna have, you know, whatever the cap is for people who can go into the park. Mm-hmm. Open and let them fly. You know, like how reservations gonna be open? Not gonna be open. And if they're gonna do general open reservation, which I, they're gonna have to do. Yeah. Um. Then APs get first dibs, and then if. There are a ton, thousands and thousands and thousands of APs. 
they're done yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And and if you want to be that AP, that AP guy, that AP person, that type of AP uh, holder that you feel entitled, then you're going to be mad. Yeah. Because they're like, I pay for it. I should have my mm-hmm. elite status or however they feel they are. Yeah. Um, not everyone, obviously. You, we ha- Two AP holders are, or two pay. Two prior AP holders were sitting at the table right now, and we were never like that. No. Ever. Um, but there are those people who would get mad and like, oh, I can't get in. Why am I paying? Or, or I pay, so I should get in. Right. So what I think Disney did in one foul swoop is it's going to purge everybody. You purge mm-hmm. everybody who's been there. It's now going to put everybody back on to equal footing and I think it's going to really prove or help help make people make that real conscious decision that they're going to be going to the park right I think with the local discount that they had for SoCal um, with a lot of different things that they did for the SoCal people uh, the citizens down there we had we've had that conversation before and that kind of complaint that crowding at night um crowding at certain times of the year and whatnot is due to these people have APs who just walk in for two or three hours and they leave right they can't do that right. that that privilege is going to be gone for a while yeah you know i used to rail against those guys but i i dude if we were within like an hour, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, I'd I'd go on a Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon for a few hours and come back. And you know, I think we've talked about it before, and I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before. Probably at one point, that even if I was a guy who lived an hour from the park, yeah, I would not do that. I would, or I would do it very, very, very sparingly. Sure, like I would do what I do. Because I grew up doing that. I, yeah. So my routine that I do now, rope drop to close, Yeah. I've always done. Right. When I did live an hour away from the park, we did that. And so to me, it would be the thing of like, oh, we're going to go to the park? Okay. I'm getting up 7 o'clock or whatever it is. I yeah. need to be there 6 o'clock in the morning to get... I mean, I'm, I'm up at 5 o'clock every morning anyway. Yeah. Come Sunday or Saturday, I'm up. So I would totally go. Yeah, but like, let's say I go, hey, let's say it's like one o'clock and I go, hey, Udi, I've got Annika and Wendy and Ariel and I, we're going to go down to the park for a couple hours and grab dinner. You want, you want to come? Yeah. And, See? And, and, and I would, but I wouldn't do it that often. No, but I wouldn't I, do it but, but, Sunday, but, but I would. Yeah, but, I, but I'm not the typical. I don't, I, I don't sure. feel I'm typical. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, let me read you their official statement. And then there's some pretty funny stuff. Uh, this is from Ken Patrock, uh, and this is uh, an abridged version. This is much longer, but this is the gist of it. Due to the continued uncertainty of the pandemic and limitations around the reopening of our California theme parks, we will be issuing appropriate refunds for eligible Disney Resort annual passports and sunsetting the current program. Disneyland Resort president, president Ken Patrock said in a statement, we are currently developing new membership offerings that will utilize consumer insights to deliver choice 
flexibility and value for our biggest fans. So, again, other other people have brought up the word sunsetting and membership. Mm-hmm. So these are very these are choice words for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so you sunset something in the hopes of bringing something that's going to rise up again mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. What it is, we don't know yet. The term membership um, is a bit unsettling for me. I don't like that term. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it implies other things that I don't want to get involved in. I don't want to have discount tickets to. I mean, I don't know. There's other things that just uh, that, that that doesn't sound right. But we'll see how it goes. And I think we're a ways from seeing what that is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, with, again, the continued uncertainty of our park here mm-hmm. in our state due to many, many, well, one reason, um, yeah. that we don't know. And and we don't know how quickly. So, again, I, you, whatever personal feeling I have, you know, an, an emotional reaction to it, I always immediately try to go to what would I do if I'm in that situation, if I'm in, again, an exec in the boardroom trying to figure yeah. out how we're going to move through this and continue yeah. to move through it. Um, yeah, I, I go, okay. My knee jerk is like, oh, and then I go, wait, okay, hold on. What would I do? How would I think? What do I got to look at? What are the factors that come into play here mm-hmm. that are going to make, are going to drive my thought process and my decision making? So once I got over that initial, like, oh, and then my mind automatically went click. Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? Okay. And then you begin to process the entire situation. We're all very well aware about what's going on in the country and, yeah. and with, with, the Rona. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't think they have, they, they don't have a choice. I, I think this is the only thing that they can do mm-hmm. that has any reasonable amount of um, ability to, when we get rolling back in and we begin to have that return to normal See, not new normal. The the way we were, uh-huh. we are going to do that. Once we begin to have that, they have now positioned themselves to get people back in the park who really want to be there. People who um, are avid fans of the park, and then make it so that they can begin to introduce and bring the people back in in a very incremental way. So as the capacity then increases, right, the ability for capacity, then they can go, okay, we're going to do another thing here, another thing there. Sure. I, you know, in my mind's eye, I can see a boardroom, right? Mm-hmm. Big, long table, bunch of chairs, high chair, high back chairs, and everybody around in overpriced suits and I'm thinking, okay. How about coffee and donuts? You see that? Yeah, right? co- coffee, um, the, Dist- a, a barista in the back corner making them to order. Distilled water. Um, yeah, well, you know, they both, uh, you know, sparkling and, yeah. and flat. It. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, you know, cucumbers and... Um, sure. And then there are a assortment of cucumber in one, dill in another, and lemon in another. Hmm. Um, but, um, you know, and then on the back of the wall, they have a big flat screen with all their graphs up, and they're probably going stage one, eliminate passes. 
Mm-hmm. Let that bomb drop. Let people freak out or go okay or or let all the AP holders digest that right that magnitude that bomb for a lot of them. Even though they, you know, whether you expect the bomb to land on you or not, or it's coming or not, yeah. when it hits, it's still going to hit. Then they go, okay, then we're going to go here. And they have to have a phased-in um, plan mm-hmm. for how they're going to move forward. It would make zero sense for them to do anything to, as far as a press release or an announcement or anything, or hint anything... They don't know. They don't know yet. They don't know yet. Um, and why would you do that? Sure. And then they ha- they're going to... Again, f- such a fluid, fluid, fluid situation from day to day with all, all everything that's going on, how people are, how people are taking it. I mean, going into the, in the real world for a bit, everybody is handling this and how we've been... In many, many different ways. I know how I personally handle it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I know how they handle it. But, you know, so you can't you can't anticipate right now anything. And if you do that, you, you may get yourself in a corner. But right, right. So as an exec, they got to be like, okay, we're going to have to wait and, and have everything set on the big board. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm sure it's all computerized, but, you know, in my mind, I go dry racer so they can have the guy running around. Sure, there. sure. Like, hey, Billy, the intern, scratch that off. We're going to move that over, right. you know, right. you know and, and move through and have their phases of how they're going to do it. If we do that by this date, then we can do X, Y, Z. If we get this by that date, we can do X, Y, Z and then move forward, move forward, move forward. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think their first bomb drop was that announcement about the APs being gone. Right. And and, and and here we are. And here we are. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I don't disagree with you, and I think they did the right thing. Um, I'm not I'm not surprised. I'm a little sad, but I understand this is the time we're living in now. But I also know there's going to be different offerings in the future. Mm-hmm. I was just – I loved the Flex Pass that we had. Yeah. Um, so when they open – let's say they're going to open May 1st. Um, I'm just throwing that date out there. Their capacity, I don't know what their daily capacity is going to be. So let's say it's 15,000. Is that reasonable? Is that low? Is that too much? In my opinion, looking at the park and looking how much open area there is, I think what you're going to wind up finding is you're going to have, it's going to be more than that. Okay, so let's say 20. I, I'm gonna go okay. The this is why Justin needs to be here because we've asked her before. What is what is capacity? Um, I think capacity was 120, uh, like 80 or something, wasn't it? 85. I, was, I thought it was like maybe 90, 90,000 people. So you can do the try to do the math real quick and go 25 percent capacity of that. There you go. Okay. 25,000 people. Um, I'll I'm go get, there. I'm getting there. <clears throat> so let's just say for the argument, 20, 20, 25,000 people. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So they kill, okay, May 1st, we're going to open the park up uh, and our capacity, because we're working with California, uh, We they said we could have 25,000 people. Okay, fine. Well, if you have a million, a little over a million annual pass holders, mm-hmm. 
the math does not work out. Mm-hmm. So this this is why it makes sense because mm-hmm. um, you're not going to please these million people. You cannot mm-hmm. fit twenty five thousand mm-hmm. spots for a million people. But you can go. Okay, well. May 1st, we're going to open. April 1st, we're going to open up the website. That's going to start saying, okay. Um, I'm going to do the math real quick. I had this figured out for a different a different rate. Um, so if they say, okay, May 1st, we're going to have 25 spots open, every 25,000 spots open every, every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much money do you, do you think they want to make per day? You know, um, I you think I, they'd be happy with a million. No, I, 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 I'm always been, and you know, I've never done the hard research to try to find out what their daily operating cost is, their overhead every day. Okay, that is a number I'm really curious about. And if anybody knows it, let me know or a so way to find it. How much know. would you pay for um, a one-day park hopper ticket, considering that? Um, you might have limited experiences. Um, and I'm just gonna go with this number. Yeah, I. That one is difficult because what are the limitations? I think there are certain things that, you know, if there's no things, no fireworks, no parades. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, limited attractions, and that is where the the the. The crux is what is offline and what is not. You know what I mean? Sure. So I I would go with a hundred. Okay, a hundred twenty. Okay, well one twenty. Okay, I go because right now what is it? You get like one forty, and then you need to add. Um, well, they need to get rid of that park harper price. That, yeah, that the one price should, should be I for agree. Both parks. I agree, and maybe they'll do that. Maybe so you they say one hundred dollars, one twenty five. I feel like I'm on the prices right right now. Okay, one twenty five. One twenty five at twenty five thousand seats. Right. So you're looking at three point one million dollars a day yeah. in ticket sales. Okay. Which is better than nothing, which is what they're getting now. Correct. Um, I think that's a little high. I would not pay one twenty five. I would pay probably seventy bucks yeah. for that no. experience. But you're there's because you're not a real fan. Oh, <laughs> right. But um, let me ask you this. Yeah, but that one twenty five is. Hopping out, man. Like I'd be like one twenty. Uh, are you okay? For a park, so you're uh, it's three, park hopper. Okay. Uh, oh, you said one one twenty. Yeah, no, one twenty five park hopper, but it has to be a park hopper. Yeah, that's three point one two five yeah, okay. million dollars. Okay. Um, let me ask you this, uh, because right now, going back to your boardroom scenario, mm-hmm. Disneyland, TDA, Team Disney Anaheim. Is it a very delicate situation with its fan base? Mm-hmm. Its fan base is more loyal than Walt Disney World's is because come to find out 70% of its guests are local to California yep. and even Southern California versus uh-huh. the 30% that are out of state. Uh-huh. In the, in, and I'm trying to phrase this cra- the question correctly, and so maybe you guys listening at home can also think about this too, is... The park's been closed for a year. Mm-hmm. During that time, we have not had access to the park. During that time, said guests may have developed new interests mm-hmm. outside of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you've got discretionary funds that you would have allocated towards your Disneyland trip, but now you're into 
kayaking or you're into cycling or you're into improving your house or whatever. These executives at TDA need to factor that into this new price model mm-hmm. because I may not have the funds to be doing mm-hmm. all these things we're talking about. And there are going to be many people who do not. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and, and it's it's good for, I mean, just because me, Mark, personally, uh, yeah, I go, you know, I could usually, I bought a house this last year. I could do some improvements in the backyard. I could do some stuff. I would rather spend, I mean, I... I miss the memories that I haven't had, but I miss the, which I knew, that sounds funny, but I miss the things we could have been doing this year mm-hmm. at, at, the, at the park. But I also know like, well, I also have made some improvements in the house and I've also done this and that other stuff that I actually enjoy mm-hmm. just as much or differently. So how are they going to get me back? And I know I'm a little more than the average Disneyland goer. I mean, mm-hmm. we have a podcast, but, mm-hmm. um, Let's say someone like, uh, I'm trying to think of someone, um, I don't know, Jose, for example. Mm-hmm. What's it going to take for him to, to get out to California? Mm-hmm. Or someone who uh, is somewhat interested in the park. How is this going to work for them? Well, you know, we, we, we've we kind of thrown around the idea. When the park does open back up, mm-hmm. we'll... TDA mm-hmm. look at it like we need to recoup quickly or do we need to um, recognize that it's going to take a while and we cannot do that quickly that is not a that is not a goal that can be easily accomplished and if we do the wrong things we will further alienate mm-hmm. and push people out. And they only have one chance to do this right, in my they, opinion. They do. Okay, so... Um, well, they, they do, but if they screw it up, it will be, again, another thing of... It will be years for them to fix it. Mm-hmm. Because there will be a level of animosity, maybe bad blood, that can come up. So, for me, the the idea I have in my head is you need they need to play long game. They cannot do short game. What I what I mean by short game and long game. Short game. Okay, we need to recoup as much as we can as quickly as we can. How do we do that? We can go by government standard. Raise everything. Mm-hmm. We're going to raise ticket price. We're going to raise parking. We're going to raise food. We're going to raise everything. And Or maybe also include things in the park now that will be a bonus or a exclusive thing where you got to pay to get in <laughs> kind of like e-ticket or that kind of thing but reincorporate some weird thing like that in oh you want to you want to you want to walk through adventureland that's an extra 15 bucks exactly okay so there are things that they could do that would be like and and if they did any of that i would mm-hmm. kindly give them one of these yeah which no one can see but I think you guys can use your imagination. He's just saying that um, Udi's like their number one fan. Yep. Um, and say no. Um, or they can play the long game. And and if they did that, I think they would offend oh. many, 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 not only lovers of the park mm-hmm. and fans of the park and fans of Disney in general. Yeah. I think they would offend the average person who is like casual because it'd be like, really? 
You're going to do that now with what we've been through? You're going to do that? That's what I'm talking about. They are in a very delicate situation. They need right. to handle it with kids' glove, I guess, is the yeah. phrase. They're, 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 they're going to yeah. be walking a very, very, very thin tightrope. Um, but I suspect they're not going to. I think they're going to. I suspect that they're going to think, oh, we're going to spend 150 bucks and expect people to come in droves. Um, and they could, they could do that. And I think they're going to get the response pretty quick that they probably won't. Mm. They they have to okay. One thing that we've often acknowledged about the park, our park, is that we're we're, we're different. We're the heritage park. We we we. I don't know how many people refer to it as a heritage park. We always do because yeah. everything began there. Mm-hmm. And you you said earlier, seventy percent of the people who go there are local, whether they're going to be SoCal local or California yeah. local. I mean. We're local. And Gen- generations of families have, have grown up in Southern California going to the park. Hands up. Hands up. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I can't, but yeah. yeah. Um, that would, especially after the year we've had, mm-hmm. with how many people losing income, law, I mean, not only maybe not, or have to change a job, or I mean, like, think about everything that I've been through this year. What you've been through this year? How many people around us have been through this year and continue to go through? I mean, I keep on saying this year, last year, and what we continue to go through. Um, if they did anything like that, I think it'd be. Oh, I would take high offense. Yeah, I would too. I would take high offense to that because it would be like you are now taking what the park should have been and completely eliminated. In my opinion, you eliminate Walt. If you do that. You've taken Walt out because then yeah. you have now become the money monster that you already are on a lot of levels. But yeah. at that park, yeah, it is a different. Everything began there. Well, not everything, but the big turn happened there. So one thing that that park has above every other park and and every other IP, we're talking anything that has come after the park is because of the park and because of Walt. Mm-hmm. Everything else after the park is not as rooted and and ingrained with Walt. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that park and you know that and you recognize that, and if you're an executive, you better, you better realize mm-hmm. the legacy that is in there. And if you do not understand the legacy of that park, you have no right being anywhere near the levers of power and decision-making in that part. Yeah. You have to approach it with the understanding of what Walt wanted and began there. That is the only way that that continues to be that great of a park. A lot of people will criticize. They'll look at Walt Disney World and go like, well, it's bigger, or they'll go to France, or they'll go anywhere. Sure. Innovation, but, but they all are not the same. They're all, in my opinion, carbon copies of what is there. They're all in the same family. I mean, you could tell that they're related, but yeah, they're but they're they're, but they're not. But they're, but they're different. I mean, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. and nothing will match it. We we our park is the smallest park. Yeah, and you can have that argument with people, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's the best park. And I yeah, nothing. Nothing you can ever tell me will change my mind. Right. 
and only because I come from the point of I can go and sit in that bench, walk on those steps, look down Main Street at the same exact spot and where Walt stood. Yeah. Tell me another park where that is possible. You can't. You cannot. No. no. So if they do anything to tarnish, damage, impugn that legacy, then you're going to, you're going to, you have begin to put the park into a coffin. Mm -hmm. So the way I look at it is that they have to play the long game. They have to recognize, like, we have to be respectful of not only our history, Walt's legacy, what Walt wanted, but we also have to take care of what we're there for, Mm -hmm. the people. Yep. And going out at them and trying to pull as much cash out of them as possible, especially after the year we've had... Right, and that's what they need to be mindful of. Exactly. Yeah. It would be a massive, ma- massive, massive... Uh, slap in the face doesn't cover it. Yeah. It, it would be a massive middle finger, slap in the face. Throw. I mean, you think of every bad analogy, that is what that mm-hmm. turns out in my mind to be. Yeah. That is how I would take it, and I would be very, very mad. And that would that would begin to drive me out. And, and, and mm. it, Or it would begin to. Yeah. Because I'm like, you can't do that now. So you 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 are absolutely correct in the fact that they have to do it right, and they and the only way to do that, in my mind, is they have to play the long game, mm-hmm. be respectful of not only the the again the everything I said the legacy and the history of the park, but be really mindful of the people and the and your fans. Mm-hmm. Give them the park back give them the magic back give them yeah. back the happy place sure you give them back you earn you you bring them back in you drop a price you even a price you keep them the same or whatever you do not raise prices you do not you cannot you recognize you've already bit the bullet for a year you're gonna probably bite the bullet for another few years yep and recognize that that is what you need to do mm-hmm. in the long run to make that park. And then eventually give me four years, give me five years. In five years, we'll be one billion percent back to where we were. And then you go, okay, now we got to raise AP. Boom. And then we'll complain about it like we normally sure. do. And then be like, take my money. Yeah, we will. I think you're right on that. Yeah. But I think it'll be less than five years before we get the AP back. I agree. And how's that going to look? I mean, I, I think there's going to be multiple tiers. Uh-huh. Um, but I think a lot, it's going to look a lot like the, um, it's going to look a lot like the flex pass mm-hmm. where you're, I don't think you're going to have, well, shoot. No, there, there, see, there's always going to be that demographic that's going to want to go every day mm-hmm. and have that luxury. And they're, they, and they're, and they're not, I mean, the initial offering, I don't no. see it coming up. I don't no. see any kind of. Everyday all access um, offering, no matter what the price of the beginning. I don't mm. think you're going to get that um, because, again, that will add to the um, what is the word I want to use? The elitism that yeah. some people feel they have, um, and then we don't need that right now. We don't. We don't ever need it, but especially right now. Right. Um, and um, I think that 
you're right. I think we're going to get maybe different levels of a flex pass. I mm-hmm. think maybe that is what we're going to see. We're going to like, hey, you do this tier of a flex, and then you have availability to these many days, and then and then kind of maybe do a more a more uh, pinpoint specific model. You know, mm-hmm. for now, for now, for now, for now, uh, or maybe they will only offer. Uh, a limited access flex pass where you can go, okay, you have um, blackout so, dates. Yeah, you're going to have blackout dates, but it's going to be like, okay, before how we did it before, I mean, the flex pass, we would go, we'd have two days we could reserve. We're going to be there for three days. I would go, go in the park, reserve my next day right away. Yes. That's going to be gone. Um, Maybe. I, I, I think because I... I the way no, after we talked about it on Sunday, mm-hmm. my mind is—it's been kicking around in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, what, 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 what can it look like? What, what, what would work? What, for an annual pass or yeah, for an AP? Okay. And I'm like, what, what would that next model look like? Because we're gonna have, we have to deal with the, the, the ugly elephant of limited capacity. There's no way around that right now. Oh, I, yeah. Okay, so. This is all under the under the guise of that's been lifted because I don't think they're going to do anything until that's been lifted. What the the maximum capacity? Oh no, I, I know, I, but 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 it I think it's going to go incremental again. Yeah. I, that is the only way that mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, <laughs> try try not to go off on on tirades about about anything sure. in that that thing. But you're right. The, this is saying okay. We have X amount of people we can bring in, and and um, then they're going to build that. The way my mind kind of made sense of it, it would be like, okay, you're going to have a quote-unquote flex pass, whatever they want to call it. Sure. You can go into the park. These are the blackout dates. Yeah. You get one day every other week. Okay. Can you stack up those days? No. Okay. No. If you, you lose get it, if one you day. Use it, you lose it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Really, a lot more strict. The the so you couldn't really call it a flex pass anymore because you. I think the flexibility is going to be gone out of it. The only way it's going to resemble a flex pass is because you're going to have to reserve, and and you're going to have a window of time. So you can mm. flex, try to flex when you can. Maybe give you two days. I think maybe maybe it'll only be two days what they did before. Yeah. But then if you use the two days, they will not be able to do what I did how many times. Like I said, yes. you got there one day, boom, walk in the park on purpose on my free day, walk in, my next day begins, midnight hits, boom. Reserve it, yeah. Reserve. Yeah. That's how I got four days in the park <laughs> right, <laughs> you know right. in one shot you'd go in the night and well, anyway we're not going to I'm not going to go off on a tangent but but that is what I think is going to be gone you're going to get two days and then you're going to get it once a month maybe mm-hmm. maybe at the most if you want to pay a higher tier twice oh yeah there's going to be tiers and then yeah. that'll be that and then and then maybe even to a point of like you're going to max out how many visits you can get to the park in the year sure all when, those are going to be When varied. I say tiers, I mean both spellings, too, by the way. Yep. T-I-E-R and T-E-R-S. Wow. Um, I think same-day ticket sales are going to be gone. Yep. For the time being. Yep. I agree. Everything is going to move to online how reservation. Do you, how do you feel about that? Um, I... 
I don't, I don't see that being the way of the future. Um, but it for is the time a, being. yeah for the time being it's gonna go that way. They're gonna because they have, they have they're gonna have to control how many people go in. Before it didn't matter. Sure. You had your top off and let whoever comes in, let them come in reserve. You have that pass. You have that. Doesn't matter. Bring them in. You know they're coming. They, you know they scan their when their pass is scanned. They know they're in. The number goes on. Boom. There we go. Yeah. And they only word it when they begin to reach capacity. Right. So like, if I go, oh hey, you know Udi, well today, today's Tuesday. It looks like Thursday. I've got off. Do you mm-hmm. want to go to the park? Uh, we need to check and see if it was open. Mm-hmm. Well, it's open, but do we have tickets? We have to look. Mm-hmm. Shoot, we can't go. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it's going to yep. be. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be very, very, very strict mm-hmm. on what or how many, who's going in. And it's going to be, you know, I hope, I hope they capitalize on that. What I mean by that is they go like, look, we're going to have to do it this way. And get mm-hmm. and begin to get people happy and excited to go to the park. That and that's all part of the the being delicate here. They mm-hmm. have to get they have to rebuild this trust mm-hmm. with this community, especially those Southern yep. California folks. Yep. And you know, and I again, I really, really hope that they don't let that hubris of like we're Disneyland. Yeah, they can't. And people are going to pay what we tell them to pay to come in. I hope they recognize that the world right now that we're living in doesn't allow for that. Right, because it might come out to the fact that they need us more than we need them. Correct. And that's something they need to be like really be aware of. Yep. Yeah. I mean, for what the park means to me mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. and Jess and, and all our Patreons and everybody who listens to our show avidly, we have a deep tied to that park and yeah. a deep love to the park um, so for us I I feel like it's a more of a balance between they need us we need them but the year this year this past year has really put that to the test yep we're going to be much more willing to re-engage into that we need you yeah but we also have to recognize that we are not the vast majority of the park goer. Right. We're not. Uh, yeah, we're not. We're not. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Disney, they have to be really hyper, 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 hyper vigilant on how they move forward once the green light is lit. Yeah. Yep. Agreed on that. Yep. So we've got uh, the future will be, let's say, after they remove. I mean, we, we shouldn't even begin to expect annual passes at least rolling out until after capacity has been lifted. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm trying to do like a real-time line here. End of year. End of year. Probably, end, I think that by, by by this time next year, we'll be talking about complaining about ticket price, mm-hmm. uh, annual passes. Yep. Like, oh, my gosh. There's the signature plus with cheese. There's mm-hmm. the signature plus with uh, onions. <laughs> and that's going to be $1,500 or $1,900. You or know, in, in the way I feel like if we're not, then um, I'm gonna run off on a whole other tangent if we're not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I, but like, like, like you said, I'm gonna be watching this carefully. I, I told Wendy the other day on a hike. I go look, um, and I said, look, you gotta hold me to this. I said on January 16th, we was when we were on a hike. I said, look, if they open up the park in like June, 
and it's like 200 bucks and it's limited capacity. I go, I know you think I'm going to be down there. I go, Udi and Jess might go down there. I go, I'm not. I go, I just, that is, would be way too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, well, I know you're saying that, but if the girls say you were, you're going to go, you're going to go. I go, the girls would sway me to think about it more, but 200 bucks is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I'll just throw that number out there. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, what's it going to be? I go, between 70 and 100 bucks is what I what I would pay mm. for what for what I think we're going to be getting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially if we can't sit in the restaurants, if we can't mm-hmm. eat outside, well, we're going to have to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but if half the attractions are shut down, if Rise of the Resistance is this modified version, I'm not going to get you started on that. Mm, uh, don't. But, no, but if it's like, you know, plexiglass. No, no. no I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do. I don't want to do the Jungle Cruise with plexiglass. glass. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do any of that stuff. Yeah. Um. You know. I and thinking about how is the queue for Indy going to work inside the and since inside the temple. Mm-hmm. How is that going? I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you don't write it, or maybe you don't, or maybe the queue is outside. You don't have anyone sitting. Inside. I don't know how I how it no goes. Idea. Yeah. Um. But I, for what I think we're going to be getting, I think 100 bucks would be about my limit for that. Yeah. However, I and then I, then I told her, I go, look, but if Jess and Udi want to go, I, they can go and bring the recorder and recorder for me. I just, right now, <laughs> she goes, well, they're going to talk to me to go. And I go, they'll they'll try. Um, oh, yeah. I know they will. And I'll probably end up doing something. But I'm just <laughs> right now, I'm like... And a little, a little frustrated. But mm-hmm. uh, I think... Like everyone, we all are. We all, mm-hmm. we, we, we all are. Um and, you know, I do hope that Disney recognizes its fan base and understands how loyal mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. And you could, you know, and you have literally beaten us down in the last several years and we still keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much can we take, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's an individual question because I was just thinking, just thinking about that today. Like, I know you're... You're saving up for a truck, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that. How would uh, think of the money you would have spent this year on the park? I'm, oh, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, just even with the annual pass, if we had gone all the times that we wanted to go, I probably would have spent a couple, a, a couple G's. Uh-huh. Yeah, same with you. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> and where are those couple G's going to now? They could be going to your truck, or mm-hmm. they going could be going to my backyard, or something mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. I, you need to be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with how this goes, mm-hmm. um, but I do think they will uh, at the very end give us a lot of options, um, mm-hmm. and annual passes will be something we we can afford, mm-hmm. hopefully. And you know, maybe when everything settles in a year and a half, <clears throat> we'll all be in different positions where we can do that. I mean, um, uh, you know, I don't know. I I already miss not having it. <laughs> I know we're we're, we're yeah. talking about the negativity over it, but we're all like, man, but we're like lamenting over here. Yeah, but we're like, man, if we could, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that is that. Yep. I mean, um, I wanted to read. Uh, it was pretty funny. There was um, a response from Knott's Berry Farm and a response from Universal. Uh, did you see those at all? Mm-mm. Okay, so here's a message from John Storbeck, Vice President and General Manager of Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, this came out. This is post uh, Disneyland announcing the annual pass uh, ending. Uh, this is from Knott's Berry Farm. We, uh, this is to our season pass holders. We want to thank all of you. Oh, sorry. 
I've read that wrong. We want to thank all of our Knott's Berry Farm season pass holders for your continued patience and support during this unprecedented time. Knowing our closures have disrupted a new year, we wanted to share some important updates to the 2020-2021 season pass holder benefits. As announced last year, 2020 and 2021 season passes and purchased season pass add-on products, if applicable, will be valid for all of 2021 once the park opens. Additionally, we will also be offering a day-for-day extension for every day that the park is closed in 2021. We will extend season passes for the same amount of days in 2022. This also includes season pass add-ons products, if applicable. Our season pass holders remain very important to us, and we can't wait to welcome everyone back to enjoy all Knott's Berry Farm has to offer. (laughs) (laughs) And Universal... Hey, past members. Yeah, you. We just want to let you know that we love you. <laughs> that's, that's some that's some Universal Studios Hollywood. Ooh. So yeah, but different different beasts. And they don't compare the, numbers well, volume. No, no, they don't compare numbers volumes. No. But you know, and that's the other thing with Disneyland pass holders. If they have, if they claim that, well, they claim they have over a million pass holders. Mm-hmm. How much how much residual income is that every year? That's mm-hmm. just money in the bank for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so you know the, these are coming back. Yeah, I mean because that's hundreds of millions of dollars that they mm-hmm. just know we're getting. Yep, yep. Um, the other thought before we close this down is, and I know this is a ridiculous thing that people complain about this online, but when people say, "Oh, they're going to bring back the annual passes." That's great. But they're saying they need to get rid of the um, monthly payments. What do you say about that? Why? <laughs> because their claim is if you can't afford it, you shouldn't be doing it with monthly payments. Um, what is it any of their business what I decide to use my money on? Because that's an elite elite. This is an elite thing. This is a privilege. No. If you if you can't afford the 700 bucks cash right now, then you don't deserve it. Yeah. No. Um, I'm going to give them one of these. Which means Zooty's the number one fan. Yep. And then going to do what I want. Mm-hmm. So anybody who ever, anybody does, tries to bring that up to me, yeah, it's going to be a real short argument and not pretty. No. For so many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's of no bit, because they, they go, well, it allows more people to buy passes that otherwise shouldn't be able to afford it. And, and it saturates the market. Okay. So, again. These are not, I do not agree with the statements, but I'm just telling you what they No, say. no, no. I get, and then yeah. I'm going to go here. Again, I'm going to give you one of these. You're my number one fan, Udi? Yeah. Okay. And then going to go, you do not have the right to decide any of that. So, anybody who comes off with an elitist attitude, I have a problem with, and there are a lot of you out there. Not yeah. not hard listeners, but yeah. making a very general you. Yeah. And um, trying not to, I'm trying to keep it G or PG rated. Yeah. I do not agree with those people. They are a problem. And I have a tendency to get in the face of those people who do act like that. Right. I'm pretty calm. I try to be. But those people, I have zero tolerance for. Yeah. Anybody. 
and then and then so yeah, if they and then you're gonna try to do that to my park. Uh, um, no, no, yeah, I hate that. I was mm-hmm. um, so every Friday I have a one-on-one with my manager. Uh, we talk about work and life stuff, and that also happens to be the time where he asks me questions about um, Disneyland and. Uh, I don't know, listeners at home or on the road, if you're that person that people come to you for Disneyland, then I definitely applaud you because when they have questions, Mm -hmm. they happen to be that that way for me at work. And I was telling him about that, and I posed that same question, and he goes, well, how do these people know if you bought it, like, let's Uh say you bought it on a credit card. You're You're making payments. Yeah. And I go, well, you're right. The only difference is that you can find... you." Like, for instance, let's say your ticket is $600. If you finance through, you know, I go, the way it works is you give them like 100 bucks or whatever it is, down payment. Then they, then they, then they take the very next payment, like the, like the next mm-hmm. day. But there's no interest on that payment. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's appealing for people. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, but they can just put it on, the, on their credit card. And listen, listeners, I advise you to not use your credit card <laughs> for anything that you don't necessarily have to do. But um only emergencies, maybe, but mm-hmm. this is not an emergency. Um, uh, uh, so, yeah, he had a point, and it's no one's business at all. That is my point. You have no right to tell me any of that. Zero. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's like saying, oh, I can't afford this Audi because I, I'm financing it. Well, you, you should have paid $45,000 yeah. cash. Oh, okay. Think, things you have no business me knowing how I, how I spend my money. Mm-hmm. What my metal condition is, and what I'm going to do tomorrow. Your metal condition. My medical condition. Oh, you have medical. No, you have no right to know about any of that, and then you have no right to tell me how to operate any of those. None. Zero. Zilch. Done. Okay. You're right. Absolutely right. Or like, how about like, uh, what to eat? None. Mm. How about who to love? Nope. Okay. None. Two deep questions with Udi. Yeah, no, none. Uh, have, that'll I, be for the Patreon listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I'll get one out for you guys soon. Um, no, you're right. I I totally agree. I, I think that statement is an elitist statement mm-hmm. that probably needs to you, know, you can get off your soapbox right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kick it out from underneath. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Uh, anyways, um, interesting times, exciting times. Yep. We will be, um, LTP promises to give you a fair fair and balanced view of, <laughs> of, of what it is. Um, if we think it sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Or Udi and I will tell you it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Disney, if TDA does screw us, screw us over with ticket prices coming up and mm-hmm. well, I'm going to tell you it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be a while before I go, but that, that I, but that doesn't mean I'll dissuade everyone else. Anyone yeah. else from going, we're, we're going to keep the optimism and hope. Yes. That we're going to, we're going to, flow through this we're going to have road bumps we're going to hit a speed bump here too mm-hmm. like we've already been doing it but yeah. we're going to make it through uh you know everything we're going to do we're going to i said a last show and we're always going to be coming from this point of view even though we're going to discuss maybe topics that are going to be kind of rough like this one mm-hmm. we're all gonna but the the main thing i want to continue to convey is that we're all very hopeful and wanting and we still want to go back to the park and we just hope that it becomes a thing uh, that is easy, easy for, or as easy as possible for everybody to go and begin to enjoy and be happy at, at, at the happiest place on earth again. Yeah. Um, I'm hopeful that they're going to do the right, the right thing. I think they are. I think they're. 
I think they're going to, they recognize now that the money that they need to make, they cannot do it the traditional way. I think the lesson that has been really been taught over the last, through 2020 is how to move through this and being outside of the box. That is such a cliche saying, yeah. taking outside of the box, but you really have had to. Yep, yep. So I hope that they recognize that. I yes. think they do. Yes. I think the fact that our park is the only one still closed has really had to make them think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would hope. And I, and I do hope. And, yep. and I really feel that. Yeah. Yep. Well said. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us tonight uh, or this afternoon, this morning, whatever. Hope we've brought some enjoyment to your day or evening and hope giving you some food for thought. Um, always reach out to us if we have a question. Um, you can reach the show uh, via email at info at leaveintodaypodcast.com. Uh, you can definitely reach us out on Instagram. You can DM us any single time. We try to answer everything that comes our way. Actually, we do answer everything. We are those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will continue to have the light lit for you to keep this, uh, mm-hmm. to keep the happiness in the parks. And, you know, I, I'm still shooting for uh, an LTP get together at the parks either this year or early next year mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to try to make it work. Um, and Jose mentioned this, that in direct message that he felt, you know, very thankful that mm-hmm. we we're going to do it around him. Um, there's zero pressure for that, Jose. Um, like I said, you do what's best for you and your family and we will make it work for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? Udi, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all of my socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. And you can find me on my other show, The Mando Show. Uh, we will be coming back with... Uh, we're, we're modifying the, the show for a bit. Yeah. Uh, because of the content availability. Um, if you want to know what we're doing, hop over there. Mando Show Podcast. And that will let you know. And that new episode will be coming up in a week. Uh, yeah, about a week. In a week. Okay. Um, and again, if you guys want to support the show, you can do it in a, a number of ways. Go to leaventodaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, and support us that way. We make it super easy for you. Um, in a non-monetary way, you can go to Apple iTunes and leave us a review. Um and leave us a star that definitely helps with us it's it's been a minute since we've had that um yeah and you can do all that stuff uh go to patreon go to apple itunes you go to leave uh go to um tpublic.com and get a shirt it all helps the cause here um all right so thank you again so much for listening to us um we hope we brightened your afternoon evening day morning Mm -hmm. whatever um, <clears throat> we love you. We appreciate you. Adventure is out there, and we will see you in the parks. See you.
How's that? Babadoo. Okay. Waters for quitters. <laughs> Jessica Aurora Farfan. No. What are you doing? Definitely not. I'm so freaking ready. No, I will give you one. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. Temptation is great, though. Temptation is great. My body's just stiff. Let's Sorry. get going, because okay. I got tacos waiting for me. Oh, I'm okay. going. I'm com- am I coming over or not? No. Right. Put your phone away from your stuff. I like cake for the three of us. I know. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. That was delicious. Can we do that again? <laughs>